Hello and welcome to Gank, Gank That, that drink. drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season one, episode two, Dead in the Water and Phantom Traveler. Of course, in every episode of Gank That Drink, we assign ourselves each two drinking game rules and play along with two episodes of the super mega hit show, Supernatural. After we watch and play, we will discuss both episodes, perhaps while tipsy, and we will evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate the perfect Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. Because as we know, not all drinking game rules are created equal. Exactly. And that's why we are test driving these rules for you. Absolutely. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Nate. Tonight we're watching Dead in the Water. It first aired September 27th, 2005. 5.1 million viewers. Same holding steady from Wendigo, which we watched last week, or last time on Gank That Drink. And we're watching Phantom Traveler, aired October 4th, 2005. 5.40 million viewers. So they're getting it. They're getting it back. Yeah. They're they're, they're bringing people around in the early days. I think eventually they'll really find their following. uh, I think think they're going to be okay. okay. It'll survive. (laughs) Spoiler alert. We are going to be discussing the episodes in their entirety and certainly in no fit state to avoid spoilers. So be prepared to hear all of the grisly details of something you had more than 12 years to watch. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What rules are we playing this week? Of course, uh, we have culled these rules from both my own suggestions, Nate's suggestions, and uh, for these first couple episodes, we're also pulling from Educating Geeks drinking game rules for Supernatural Season 1. So we've each got two, and then we've got one we're both going to be playing. So what's your first rule? My first rule is called Someone Dies. Uh, That would be every time someone dies, take a drink, and then take two drinks if you cannot remember the person's name or if they never said it. And I think that was suggested from uh, Educating Geeks. Yes, I believe that. That's Educating Geeks suggested. Sorry, I keep forgetting to read that part at the end. Uh, (laughs) What is your first rule? My first rule is Awesome Pun. So whenever there's an awesome pun, uh-huh. you get uh, to, as a designated pun captain, I guess, sure. uh, you get to rate that pun from one to five, and that is how many drinks I have to take. Clarity. Mm-hmm. Would it be one drink if it's a bad pun and five drinks if it's an awesome pun? It is up to whoever is doling out so it's the up points. To you. Yeah, it's okay. up to me. So yeah, choose a person in the room who you think will be kind to you. And unfortunately for you, Chrissy, it's just me. Just you. So you just get to hope that... <laughs> I rate puns well or not well, depending okay. on how I how I do it. My second rule is called outdated tech. Mm-hmm. So things that are very 2005, take a drink. Yeah, every time you see one yeah. or anybody spots one. I love it. Yeah. That's a classic. That's also an Educating Geeks rule. That is an Educating Geeks rule as well, yes. In the last episode, we got almost all Nate rules, and this time we, got, we drew almost all Educating Geeks rules. It's really like... Luck of the draw, the yeah. way we're doing it. Okay. My second rule is gun. Ooh. Drink when you see a gun. And that's just going to be a sip. Take a sip when yeah. you see a gun because there's lots of there's going to be a lot of guns. Yeah. And then together we're playing Don't Call Me Sammy. Anytime Sam Winchester requests that his brother not call him Sammy, we're all going to cheer and yell, Sammy! And have a drink. Yeah. It's going to be like Norm in Cheers, but it with is. Sammy. All right, we are going to go watch these episodes. We are going to play along with these rules, and mm-hmm. we'll be back in just in just a moment. Just mere moments. A little drunker to let you know how it all went. Let's go watch. We'll see you on the other side. And we're back. 
Yeah. We are back. <laughs> okay, so um, we're starting with Dead in the Water. I'm going to summarize Dead in the Water. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Okay, Dead in the Water. Dean is like on the prowl for something to hunt. Oh, from the get-go. Sam is a little frustrated because he wants to find Dad. He wants to find out what happened to Jess. And Dean has to sort of give that speech again. Look, the trail's gone cold. In the meantime, we've got to find whatever bad thing we can find and kill it. Oh, you were referring to ghosts. Or not ghosts. You were referring to supernatural things that Dean was on the prowl for. What? I I, I thought you were... Talking about Dean being on the prowl for women. Oh, for women. Because out the gate in this episode, he's on the prowl for women. And he just was in Wendigo, too. No, no, he's like... So at first, Sam is reluctant to take on this case that Dean has discovered because he wants to find Dad, and he's just dogged in this. He's only in it to find out what happened to Jess, and then he wants to move on. Uh, but Dean is, is stuck to his mission that saving people hunting things is putting marks in his good column. So he finds this case of a lake where many people have drowned and nobody has been discovered. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young girl we see in a very Jawsy reference. There's a lot. This episode is very referential, and I, yes. I want us to chat about that yeah. a bit. Um, a young girl who's a strong swimmer is missing, presumed drowned, mm-hmm. as many have been before her in this lake. So Sam and Dean show up. They roll up. They investigate. Uh, there's no, no sonar. No one finds anything in this lake. Uh, a young man is drowned in his sink. They think something more is happening. They meet a young trouble, a troubled young man, uh, like a seven, eight, mm-hmm. maybe nine, 10 year old who's clearly traumatized. He's seen his dad drowned. He's possibly having visions. Uh, we get to know a little bit about Dean and his affinity for kids, particularly, like young men who are about mm-hmm. the age that he would have been when he lost his mom, especially those who have suffered trauma or lost a parent. They find out that the sheriff and someone else in this town drowned a young boy is a vengeful spirit who's drowning their own kids until he eventually gets them. Sam and Dean, of course, solve the case. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the ghost. They don't really get rid of the ghost. The ghost sort of gets rid of itself. They Kinda. assume the ghost is going to go away based on the sacrifice that happens. They do. And they well, they save Amy Acker of Buffy. No, not of Buffy. Of Angel. Mm-hmm. And Joss Whedon. Other product projects. IMDb. And they save the creepy little Sixth Sense kid. And um, they save the day. This is... I changed my mind about this one. At first, I thought it was a must watch. Because... You learn of Dean's really deep connection to saving kids. Not just saving people, but really helping kids. Uh, And I changed my mind to decide that it is skippable. Yeah, I'd say it's probably skippable. There are some great things in this episode. I love uh, one of my favorite versions of Dean, which you've already alluded to and and referenced. is I love Father Dean, is what I call him. Papa Dean. Uh, Papa Dean. There's several episodes where uh, Dean kind of takes a kid under his wing. Some episodes are where he thinks it might be his kid. Well, <laughs> but he, but this is kind of the first time. you haven't even really dug down know, deep into know, the heart of that. I know. Uh, we all will understand that my references will be for short term for the time being. But uh, we, we see Father Dean and we see him really kind of take... 
uh, a kid under his wing, especially a kid who is, like you said, similar age to when he was when his mom died and is going through similar things. That was one my second note. My first note on here, I said, we got a real Lake Placid situation going oh, on here. So, so all the things I counted that were referenced really on the surface oh, in this yeah. episode. Exiles, so obviously. So to speak, get it. Uh, Lake. Lake Placid. <laughs> uh, Jaws. Yep, Jaws. We get the cool the Jaws undershots. We get, yeah. Friday uh, the 13th. Yes. I was trying to, th- I thought there was one more, but I didn't write it Maybe down. Maybe it'll come to us. Uh, we also get uh, some more cool X-Files nods in okay. this one. Uh, there is an, ex- an episode of X-Files where people drown through, and it's a, a mm-hmm, water, mm-hmm. water-based thing that is drowning people in the Everglades, I believe, during a hurricane, and it kind of pulls people through the sinks, and so the death we see at the sink is very similar to and, what and we And this see comes in, back also in in later seasons of Supernatural. But also, like, this, it's really significant how early we are in the season because the music is not yet classic rock. It's generic. It's what you get on, like, Garage Band. Yeah, it's like, Garage Band. It's, like, duty-free. That's not right. Royalty-free. It's royalty-free. It's duty-free. And... When they give their names as agents, they give the names Ford and Hamill, which are Star Wars references and not classic rock references, Correct. which, what? That's going to change soon. And I feel like that would have been a good one for our last week's drinking game rule, which was the pop culture rule, yes. which didn't come into play very often. No, it, it been not. It would have at least happened that one time in this. There were several rules that we would have played, that if we had played them from last week's uh, episodes to this week's, they would have been mm-hmm. a little more hearty. You know what I like imagining is like, so this is a very, this is a disturbed child episode. It's one of many mm-hmm. Dean, oh, we get a lot Dean of plus disturbed yeah. kid. I just want to be in Vancouver when they have the all call for disturbed kids. And they like trot in all these 10 year old actors who are like, eh, not disturbed enough. No. no, too disturbed. This kid's just the right. There's a certain level. I always feel like with these They're kids. They're looking for the Osmet quotients. <laughs> There's always there's always a certain length of hair they all have. They all have somewhat mm-hmm. long hair. Uh, yeah, they're the, not the getting regular that, haircuts, no. and I feel like that's how we know they're troubled. Yeah, yeah. They're not up to date on their personal grooming. They aren't keeping themselves groomed, so clearly they have something going wrong with them. <laughs> uh, but no, we get uh, we get some cool moments. You know, the the kid draws premonitions of where the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, disappearance or drowning is going to happen, but then that never really gets explained how he has that connection. Yeah, and it changed my mind, and I said this one is a must-watch. No, Mm-mm. you don't need to. I don't. You don't need to watch this one. I mean, we get the. You're right. This one's skippable. We, we you get to see enough in the prologues throughout the seasons of. Yeah, skip this one. Yeah, I, skip I thought must-watch, but no, yeah. skip. We know skip, that skip, we skip. know that the mom, the death of the mom affected Dean. I don't think you need to yeah, watch this episode. And to, eventually, we see really Amy Amy Acker in a bathtub, and it's like the water is too high. What are you doing? Oh, the room is too like dark. Relaxing enough. while the water's still on. Like you got to turn the water off before you mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. So I, in this one, I wanted to add a drinking game rule, which was we see Sam and Dean dig. Oh yeah, a lot I think of this is the first time on. we see them dig. Maybe it's not, but. Them digging would be a great, great It would be rule. a good one. We're going to toss it in for next time. Uh, so I think this is a good episode, but it's. I think you can get away with skipping it. Oh, yeah. I don't think you need to watch it to really get anything in the arc or anything in the mythos. It's very much Monster of the Week, mm-hmm. as we've mentioned most of season one is. Uh, and and so it's one that if, I don't know, if you like lake monster stories, watch it, if that's not your thing. I just, there, I want, again, as, I, as in episode one, I 
of our as in our episode one i wanted somebody to just be like have that phineas and for a moment of like aren't you too young yes yes we are i just i was dying for someone to be like what about the boy the boy in the lake as a friday the 13th reference I, what did you think of a scary boy lake monster been, as the big bad lame yeah especially what are you because, gonna do though never well, take a shower well we see it only affects like a small group of people though this is obviously a spirit of some sort that has some sort of vengeance on its mind toward mm-hmm. this these two men mm-hmm. who killed him 35 years ago he's and now he's coming back he's and got well, a targeted response. yeah he's got yeah it's calculated my question is why did it take the spirit so long to start knocking off family members of this of these dudes you're right. That is a solid. Waited question. 35 years to start knocking. He really did. Like they it banked on them. A staying in town. Because first thing I would do move. If I, which like I don't know if we said this, but the the ghost exists because two young men murdered a young boy and buried his bike and let his body sink in a lake. Uh, step one: move the fuck out of that town. Yeah, and this is a friendly tip. Don't from, like set up yeah. shop and become the sheriff of the town where you're the murderer. Right. So. This is this is free advice for any of you out there. And that I would say that's my lesson learned. Yeah. If you murder someone, move away. Yeah. Just in case their ghost yeah. wants to haunt you, just move away. Just assume. Yeah, just, just assume, assume that they're going to have a ghost. It's going to haunt you. It's and going to wait till your children and wait or children. wait 35 years and bank on you having kids and living in the same town <laughs> and then murdering your kids and, and, and in-laws he... someday. <laughs> All right. So oh. Phantom Traveler. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Did you have well, to say I guess about... my I, I did have a second part to the lesson learned that if, if you if you kill someone, don't drop their lake in a body, or don't drop their body in a lake. I keep doing that. Don't, We've been drinking. We said don't, so. Don't, don't drop their body in a lake if you murder them, so that you can burn it someday. What? You... you never know when you're going to need to burn that body. It sounded like the body just slipped away, but that's that should be a drinking game rule, Nate. We can't find the we body, find the body. Yeah, to burn it to salt and burn it because yeah. yeah. they can never find him. Then somehow always do. Mm-hmm. Or find some sort of thing that used to be on the body. So, episode, episode four, four Phantom, Phantom Traveler. Traveler. I will summarize it. Phantom Traveler is our introduction to what we have deemed smoke demons. Yeah. So, yeah. Smoke it demons. Really is. So, uh, we have a smoke demon that is possessing people who are flying on planes. And at exactly 40 minutes of the plane being in the air, the smoke demon is taking charge and murdering planes full of people. Well, unfortunately for the smoke demon in the initial murder scene that we have uh, in the first plane, there are seven survivors. So then uh, we hear on an EMF or EMV, EMP, whatever their acronyms are for the EMF. EMF, I yeah, like. I believe it's EMF on our on our little device. We, we hear on the on the frequency. Yes. On the black box, it says no survivors, which, of course, then means that our spirit or our, sorry, not our spirit, but the demon is trying to exact uh, its goal in killing all the remaining seven people who survived. So the episode kind of becomes about saving the remaining people once they realize that's what the demon wants. And it takes them two people. It takes them two people to figure it out. Yeah, There's we don't. Five people who are like not yeah, not too. This wasn't up exactly about it. a Dick Wolf uh, ripped from the headlines episode of Law and Order. On this one, we figure it out pretty quickly and 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 are managed to board a plane. We learn that Dean is afraid of flying in this episode. And I feel like that's why I changed my mind from this is skippable to this is must watch. But we'll get back to it. Go ahead. Okay. 
So we the the boys take the plane and are able to stop our demon before it is able to take down the plane. They they do their our first exorcism that we get to see mm-hmm. uh, in the entire series, and we see it on a plane. And there, uh, is there's good good fun moments in this, and and I enjoy it a lot. And you said it's a must watch. We kind of went I, back and forth. I changed on this. my mind. I did. At first, I thought it was skippable, and as we were like halfway, two thirds through, I thought. It was skippable, skippable, I was going to say. Uh, but then I changed my mind because this is the episode where you get a declaration of why they always drive. Yes. And it, to my knowledge, does not come back again. And it's like, okay, this is why they always drive. This like is something. why a baby is baby yeah. because he is terrified of flying. So I think that that by itself makes this a must watch. But also... This is Demon 101, and they're going to change the rules about oh, demons. Oh, yeah. They didn't know at this point, but they're going to change the rules about demons. But I feel like there's this is so 101 that you're going to want to have seen it when later we establish right. and change the rules. So to me, this comes down as must watch. There were And there were two lines that I feel like really kind of are the most important in the episode as far as our continuing arc. The... Uh, and they kind of came came right back to back together. Dean says uh, that demons want nothing but death and destruction, mm-hmm. and that and that quote, "This is not our normal gig," uh, implying yeah. that that before prior to this, they did not hunt demons. Demons, which becomes is why they don't know. Which is why right, they, they don't, don't know. To me, watching this, I was like, "Oh, oh, how cute!" They right. don't have it memorized. Yeah, they're looking up the incantation. And having to read it, they're and, having and it, the journal like, is kicked away. Yeah, and and Sam says at one point, I th- you know when he he's like, I think I found one that will work. Like they don't know automatically. Mm-hmm. This might be the only time we see them like with a doubt that it's going to work. That's going to work. Uh, and, I think that's so cute. But I also find the line interesting that demons want nothing but death and destruction to be interesting because it really shows that they don't know a lot about demons. They don't know that it was a demon that killed. Jess and their you mom, don't they don't know any yet. of this. And you forget that because there's they no learn it pretty there's quick. No cast. There's, there's no yellow eyes. There's no they're like. so alone. Yeah. And and so. And, so, and it, it's like, it's a must watch so that later you can look back and say it's cute. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting that like in the beginning of this episode, we hear Dean saying that he's not afraid. He doesn't lose sleep because he's not afraid. Then we get that bitch on a plane and, and he's, he's scared. freaking out. He's scared. Yeah. This is also a very, like, X. this to me, episode-wise, was so referential of X-Files. Oh, oh entirely. We see their first suits. Mm-hmm. The boys go get their first suits. It's adorable. That was another reason why I changed it from Skippable to Must Watch, because you gotta see them get their suits. They get their suits. First and... Black Eye Demon, first Smoke Out Monster, first suits. This is a big episode. Yeah, yeah. Big episode. I would add a drinking game rule. I'm going to toss in boys flash a badge. We and we see them go to a copy store and get the paper for Homeland Security. We don't see them get the metal badge. And my theory is that they kind of just have generic gold metallic badges that they use because no one really pays a whole lot of attention to that. People always tend to look at the IDs yeah, and they just I bank on that because they're always kind of far away. I don't know, but we also like. 
for a post 9-11 world, they're really moving free and easy on that plane. And, and... In a way in which, in 2017, I cannot fathom. No, and there are definitely some things that throw me off in that episode when it comes to the air travel. They are kind of in backwoods Pennsylvania, kind of what seems to be mm-hmm. not exact. You're not in Philly or Pittsburgh or anything like that. You're, they're kind of in small town Pennsylvania, but the airport seemed big. For a small town, it seemed like a big airport. And, they also and, clearly got more than three ounces of holy water on oh, that plane. Compl- oh, yeah. And I don't, and you know, we're talking My about 2017 eyes were agog. I don't know when they started doing the uh, the certain amount of ounces of water, but it, it might not have been as early as 2005. I don't know, it might man. Have been, but I feel like we have to look that up when we are sober because I don't, I don't, yeah, know I don't know remember. if I stand by that. But they definitely get a lot of things. They also onto call the plane. her a stewardess. Which is awkward. And I feel like we were flight attendants at that point. We definitely were. But we know Gene's dovinistic capabilities. (laughs) (laughs) The Gene's chauvinistic capabilities sometimes uh, know no bounds. Uh, And no, it's the, the, they get away with a lot. Like, I don't know in what post 9-11 flight would have you able to attack a co-pilot and have the stewardess be mostly on board with it. Right. She she seemed to be taken aback, but didn't seem to want to stop either of them. So I'm going to add a drinking game rule, too, which is like any time Sam and Dean give the speech. And in fact, they reference, they overtly reference, I don't have time to give you the truth is out there speech. And that's what they're giving us. The truth is out there speech. I think that should be a drinking game rule. Yeah. Yeah. Because they always reference it and never give it. So let's talk about what was the lesson learned? What is the lesson learned for Phantom Traveler? This one, this one was a tough one. I kind of scraped one together based on the very beginning of the episode. Mm Mm-hmm. When this, when our, when our, I almost called her a stewardess, when the flight attendant sees our demon and sees his eyes, very dark black eyes, and gets freaked out by him, um, she doesn't say anything. And so my, my lesson is if you see something, say something. If you think you see a demon, just mention it to someone. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so, like, one of the passengers who is also a survivor checks himself into a mental hospital. But when Sam and Dean go to talk to him, they're like, no, it was delusional. So, first of all, if you are if you know that you're delusional, what are you doing in a mental hospital? Because you're healthy. You're fine. Yeah. You didn't believe the delusions. Yeah. So, get the heck out of there. Get back to your job. I don't yeah. know. Mm. Yeah. I, I think that's a nice. good lesson learned. I would also say lesson learned. Memorize that exorcism Just, speech, boys. Yeah. Learn better Latin. Mm. Uh, well, and and then so we also get a fun moment. I guess if you're uh, a lesson learned could be if you're trying to f- just figure out if someone is a demon or not, and you are trying to say the word Cristo, maybe maybe come up with a sort maybe slip it in somewhere. It's Don't so just abruptly say Cristo, Cristo and have them turn around. Cristo. Just get on that loudspeaker and be like Cristo, and whoever is cringing uh, in terror. Or you could just say like, you know, my, one of my favorite books. You want to borrow this book, The Count of Monte Cristo, and say, Cristo. It, and say it like real loud. Want to go to Bennigan's and order a Monte <laughs> Cristo? And that's all the ways you could suddenly drop Cristo yeah. <laughs> wrapped up into one. Let's evaluate our drinking game rules. Outdated tech was, I think, the most played one this time. It, it was. got intense. The outdated tech. It did, and we, and we we sort of, we fluxed it a bit because it happened ten times, but we counted that they made badges for Homeland Security because they were like, this is a new thing, or we're on the cutting edge, 
And we counted that they got to bring the water on the plane. So we counted that as outdated tech. Yeah, two kind of outdated things. The... I think that's a good rule, especially in these yeah. early seasons. Oh, yeah. We got to hang on to that. Flip phones, the heavy laptops. We did not count, uh, and it was because we didn't think about it till after, or I didn't. Uh, at one point, uh, Sam is flipping through a newspaper, or Dean is flipping through a newspaper. To me, that would count as outdated tech these days. Yeah. Uh, and so, the, no, the outdated tech for sure, uh, between different scanners and just all sorts of mm-hmm. little te- technological uh, non-advancements that they have. Yeah, that's definitely a keeper is outdated tech. All right, awesome puns. So this, we we were really generous with it. We counted it six times, but we were really being generous. And, I, and you gave me a fair amount of drinks for each one. I feel like this one we need to recycle. We need to put it back yeah. in the rotation. It has potential. It just didn't happen this time. And it's one that I would definitely say if you if you have it with maybe five or six other rules with a group of people and you're, you're watching good. two episodes in a night, perfect. There perfect. it is. Uh, and then... Someone uh, dies. Yeah. This was a big one, too. We got five... I think you're almost always we guaranteed 11. to get... And we could have had up to episode. 200. We could, yes. There were... Uh, no, actually, 93 on the yeah. plane that died. Uh, you, the Someone dies. I think you're at least always guaranteed to have one drink at per episode. Um, most episodes, I would say two. Uh, so that's per, a solid. Per, so it's a solid one for sure. Uh, and I like the little addition to where if you knew that if you can remember their name, you only have one drink. If you mm-hmm. can't, then two. Because there was a minor character who we remembered their name. Yeah. And I and I only had to take one drink. So. Okay, so when you see a gun, this happens six times. This is an easy to miss one, and I don't know if it's a good rule. I don't know if I love it as much as some of the others, but we'll we'll keep it in our minds. Yeah. I don't know if guns. And maybe, I mean, I don't know about later on, but guns don't play like, they're not always shocked by guns or they're not, I mean, they obviously use guns themselves, so it's not. And then our shared rule, much like the creepy Easter egg, Sammy never asked to not be called Sammy. It never happened. So we're going to have to recycle that one. Or that might just be one we keep. We might just keep that one as a generic season long. Because it's not going to happen much. No, it's not going to happen much. But when it does, we want to be ready for it. So maybe we need to up the drink factor. Okay, anything we missed that you want to toss out? No, no, nothing. Oh, you know what? There was a really nice moment at the end. So we didn't talk about how in Phantom Traveler we meet for the first time this character who has history with them, who has like sort of oh, Doc right, Brown yeah. unexplained history with them where he has worked a case with Dean and Dad. We hear from him that Dad talks about the boys, is proud of the boys. This is new information, especially to Dean. To Sam, is sort of what novel. To Dean, is meaningful. Um, this guy has a history with them, and so he's willing to sort of be that sort of lone gunman proxy and and get things for them and test things for them and so on. Uh, I thought, and I thought it was really nice that moment we get right at the end where we learn that Dad has changed his outgoing messages. Say, call my son Dean. It's both sad and lovely. And that's that's so supernatural. Yeah. Sad and lovely. Well, and it's a nice moment to we we learn a little bit more each episode about Papa Winchester, and mm. and this is like a good little tidbit to like, hey, this guy is out there still, you know, he knows kind of what his sons are up to, and and that real omniscient, not omniscient, you know, I like shows where they have a character that's not in the picture but is connected He's and knows what's going on. He's a cigarette smoking man. He is, yeah, he really is. He is. A, 
yeah, it was it's a it's a nice little moment at the end there. Other than that, no, I don't have anything really to add other than uh I'm excited that we got to our first demon and now we can go go from there. All right, so come back and join us again. Our next episode of Gank That Drink, we'll be watching Bloody Mary and Skin. I know, right? So we'll be playing on with all new drinking game rules, so please be sure to join us. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a drinking game rule or a suggested cocktail, or if you played along and wanted to know, let us know how it went, please comment on the blog on mostexcellentpod.com. Uh, or comment on the Facebook group, Most Excellent Podcast Network. We can't wait to include your rules as well as ours. As always, you can find out more on mostexcellentpod.com. And if you're in the Phoenix area, you can call Chris. You can call us. It's so hard. As always, you can find Chrissy and Nate at NCD Phoenix. That's ncdphoenix.com. N for national, C for comedy, T for theater, and Phoenix all spelled out. Das, das Thanks for listening and remember drink responsibly and remember your gank that drank lessons learned. Which were if you murder someone, move away. And if you see something, say, say something. something. We'll see you next time. As always, when you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things, be sure to keep the most excellent podcast network slogan in mind. Be excellent to each other, why don't you? And party Party on, on, dudes. dudes.